Welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 40. The Sean Kemp or Gail Sayers episode. Some legends. 40 is a big episode. Big number. And uh, we've got a big guest for you. A big voice, if, if you will. Mr. Edward Garbowski. All the way from Indy. How are you, Ed? Living large. Living large and living in charge. Love it. Big Dill, as always, sitting next to me. How are you, bud? Uh, doing pretty well today, you know. Ready to... Uh... Have a good podcast here with our lovely guest. Sure. Glad he's in town for oh, yeah. uh, for some pottage, you know. Yeah, why not? And uh, ready to see what Doge has to say with that Indians flag behind you. Sure. Uh, calling in from Cleveland. So what, what's up? Uh, what's going on over there? Yeah, what's up with that, Doge? Yeah, um, one, of the, one of the good things about living with Gordy is that um, he's got a lot of Cleveland gear around the house. So. Is that a good thing? <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, but no, we're chilling. Um, just had some storms roll through town here, but uh, sounds like they've passed, so so we're doing good. And it's good to be here for 40. I'd say another 40 we didn't mention, but I dig, and I'm sure Dill would dig, is Mike Allstock. From the, oh, yeah. The A-Train. I should have put him on there for sure. The la- last great fullback. Yeah. yeah for sure. <clears throat> Dang. I, I, I blew that one. He's a great number 40. There's probably some more that we're forgetting, but those are hey, big three. You didn't blow it. Listen, the A-Train's, the A-train's a big one to miss. No, you just left the door open for Dutch. That's true. Leave it there. Yeah. Serve it up for the Bucks fan. You're right. Yeah, I'm outsmarting myself. Look at me. <laughs> All right, boys. We've got a great show for you. It's going to look a lot like this. First quarter, NFL 1 recap. Some overreactions. Second quarter... We're going to do week two preview, and JP texted us his locks of the week. He couldn't be in this week, studying up hard um, with his law exams, so he sent us some locks here. Third quarter, we're going to do college football week three, or excuse me, four preview. Um, Excuse me, week three. Are we three or four? Which week are we? This is going to be coming up as week three. So is it officially week zero is week zero then? Week zero, week one, week two. Okay. So, okay. Week three. Gotcha. I just wasn't sure if they were counting week zero, but either way, we're going to preview it. And then finally, for Friday the 13th, we got a spooky summer segment for you, so get ready for that here at the end. But first thing we got to do, as always, is warm it up. So, Doge, I'm going to pass it on to you. I know rainy weather brings some rainy times as well up there. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, uh, the Lake Erie Crushers team I work for up in Cleveland, uh, their, their series has ended uh, they lost in the first round um, to the Florence Freedom, who are now in the championship with the River City Rascals. So, rip on that one, but uh, it was a good season. So, off season brings more time for uh, for some potting. So, there's there's silver lining. Sure, sure, yeah, bring it back for football season at least. <clears throat> but bummer, you got to pour one out for the boys. Um, Absolutely. While we're pouring <laughs> one out for the boys, Team USA back to back losses. In the FIBA World Cup, a lot of guys sat out in the first game because they were kind of injured, banged up. I know Tatum hasn't played in a couple. But France really gave us the business there with a bunch of guys who, I mean, Rudy Gobert is pretty good, but they're they're a good team, but I think we should have beat them. And then we lost to the uh, <clears throat> Czech Republic right after that. Or was it? Yeah, I think Serbia? it was Czech, or Serbia, excuse me. We, we beat Czech Republic earlier. But Serbia with Jokic, um, and some other guys, and they like they also gave it to us. We were they were up, uh, I think it was forty to five in the first quarter, or thirty to five, 
So they really gave us the business. We came back there at the end, but we still lost pretty handily. So poor one out for Team USA. Hopefully this will kind of wake up some of the stars and get them to play here um, for the uh, <clears throat> World Cup here come next summer. So we'll see. Um, Dill, what about you? Warm it up. What do you got? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I was looking online, and uh, looks like the Browns are having a great practice a week. Uh, wow, I can't even talk. Just one a week. Yeah, I can't even talk. Some great practices this week. Just one. Um, so, we'll, we'll see what happens against the, uh, the Jets without their star quarterback. Supposed star quarterback. I don't think he is. But, Sam Darnold is out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But, right. um, you know... No, I'm just totally kidding. I don't know if the Browns are going to be looking good in practice this week, but this is just something I, I'm hoping they do. They come out here and they uh, play well, man. Sure. I'm just... They play well, don't they? Yeah. How was it being there, Dale? Is that just awesome home opener? What do you think? They really blew out the Titans, didn't they? We'll get to that, dude. Sure. Edman, you got to warm it up for us. What do you got? From Indy. Straight, straight off the press, apparently Reggie Wayne's getting a couple nods, and he's been mentioned in the first group of players that uh, might be making that first ballot Hall of Fame nod. So wow. We'll see. Obviously, we uh, we love him dearly. He had some uh, heated words for the Tennessee fans during the draft yeah. in Nashville, and hopefully we can uh, live up to that this weekend, but I'm sure you'll hear more on that later. Right. Yeah, sure. Jeez. <clears throat> um. Good warm up though there, Reggie Wayne. Solid. First ballad. Love to see that. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. Moving on then. First quarter. NFL one recap. Week one. Excuse me. Recap. First topic we're gonna do. Dill kind of mentioned it. Browns didn't look so hot. Bengals didn't look so hot, but didn't look like absolute shit. So that was exciting. Um, we're gonna go around the room. And just give your your mood, your reaction, and what your expectations are for your team. And Ed, we're gonna we're gonna get the Colts view from you here after Week One. So, Dill, we'll give it to you now. You are live in the stadium for the Browns home opener. What was that like? Um. So, can you see the watch from the field, like up <laughs> in the stadium? I was aware that that I didn't know it was that expensive. I didn't know how costly it? it was, but you could tell there was something on his wrist. Okay. And the person next to me who hated Freddie Kitchens and just hated on him the whole game talked shit the entire game about Freddie Kitchens, right? So this guy was kind of annoying. It's like, all right, dude, like, if you're a Browns fan, like, you got to have some sort of, like, you know, faith that they're going in the right direction, right? I think, right. So it was absolutely electric going into the stadium. Um, you know, being able to tailgate, seeing all the Browns fans in Cleveland congregate to one area for, you know, what we wanted to be this excellent opener to a season that we have such high expectations from, you know, ourselves uh, within the organization and fans, as well as, you know, people externally, you know, a lot of analysts were like, oh, they're the best team in the AFC North. And we haven't proven anything. You know, we ha we won, what, seven games last year. Uh, I think one of them was against a team over 500. So, like, you know, that definitely, obviously, if we win against the bad teams, that helps us in our overall season record. But we have to do more than just that. So, the Titans made it to the playoffs last year. We lost, you know, by 30. So, 
when it was 12 to 6, we had a chance, but then they ended up scoring again and then from there just kind of got blown out of proportion. But they ended up scoring 21 in the uh, fourth quarter and boom. We got a 30-point lead. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a while. I just kept seeing the score go up and up and up and I was like, "Dang, Dill's just sitting there." They're brutal. Their offensive uh <clears throat> offensive line doesn't help. Yeah. Needs well, their offensive line needs to get better because yeah. they honestly didn't give Baker much time. They traded Zeiler, dude. Um, we had uh, Denzel Ward's family two rows. Oh, that's pretty cool. In front of us, so I'm sure they were happy. It was funny because like we saw their reactions to things and like yeah. we could tell like when they he made a good player bad play, you know. So yeah, because like the one the, there was this one lady who uh, was just shouting the whole time. So I don't know who she was, but sure, she was hilarious. Just letting it go. Yeah. Good, you know, good vantage. Sure, good vantage. I like it. Um, <clears throat> Doge, you know when it's oh. like, just like so, like 95 outside, just oh, like yeah. sticky, you know, like humid, like muggy would be another word you'd say. When you, like those days when you step outside, you're instantly sweating, and you come back in to your house, and the AC is just going hard you grab a glass of water and it's just so so refreshing it just like almost brings oh, yeah. you, it almost brings you back to life if you will you, you live for those zach taylor is the ac in the ice water oh my god it was so refreshing to not see marvin lewis on the sidelines i couldn't tell you i, I it was i couldn't like believe it almost i kept looking over and they kept showing zach taylor. i was like who is this guy it's not marvin he actually looks like he knows what he's doing and then you hear all the players interviewing Say it's like the best offense they've ever been in, and they, you know, people are gonna forget about the Browns. Whatever, I'm not. That's blow that smoke somewhere else because the Browns are pretty good, I think. And but so are the Bengals. But I mean, AJ Green coming out and saying this is gonna be the best offense he's ever played in is really exciting. And he said he could probably play five or eight more years the way he Zach plans to use him, which is also very exciting. So it's like, let's go, Doge. Like let's go. Yeah. What, are, what are your thoughts? It's yeah, it's just exciting to see. I mean, they came out and played better than I had expected. Um, you know, got some production out of John Ross. Yeah. Uh, one of them, pretty lucky play that the, the defender misplayed. But, you know, it's just nice to see some guys that had promise earlier just showing it. Um, career day for Andy Dalton. It was just a yeah. good see. Even with the loss, uh, they definitely had a chance to win it at the end. And, I mean, that's all you could ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we could just capitalize those down the stretch. Yeah, that was, a, uh, that was a BS call at the end with the fumble. That should have been a pass. Yeah. You know, we, we maybe deserved one more play in that game, but even then, so it was uh, it would have been a pretty tough. No, I, I told, just give him a chance. We yeah, could have kicked it maybe though. But, I don't know. Either way. Yeah, I thought it would have been incomplete, but uh, you know, unfortunately, just wasn't in the cards. I like like you said though, a loss is never or like I was gonna say, kind of like what you said, a loss never felt so good. Or just yeah. like, well, even though we lost, it, we looked pretty good. I thought so. Percent. Better than I expected, at least. Ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. Ed, what's it like being a Colts fan right now? Are you grieving? Or are you excited? You know, things are on the come up. I think it was uh, pretty surprising that Saturday night when Andrew Luck called it quits. But, uh, you know, I'd like to think we're moving forward with Jacoby Brissett. I think he put together a solid outing um, down there playing against uh, – Pretty good Chargers team. I know they had a couple players, James out, and uh, 
you know, but I think 21 of 27, no interceptions, uh, played a pretty good game. I think the Colts, you know, left some points on the board there with special teams, but again, um, I think they had a good showing and uh, looking forward to this divisional game against the Titans coming up. I think we got some uh, some guys you uh, might want to pick up on your waiver wire in week three, but uh, sure, might shout them out later. Sure, save it. I love all the teasers that's given out. Just making the people wait. <laughs> um, all right, then. Any other? I just think that's hilarious. Um, any other, like, you know, recap you want to give on week one? Anyone? Any other points you want to? You thought stood out significantly? If not, we're gonna do our uh, overreactions here. But I want to just toss it around. Anything? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Might have an MVP. Yeah. You're going right into overreactions? Or is that a real reaction? Oh, that's a real reaction. Okay. He did look real nice for a running back. Um, <laughs> Dill, anything? Or you're, you're just grieving over the Browns' loss still? Uh, as far as, you know, week one, I think we can go on. I'm, I'm sure. Just, Give me, all right. I'm moving on. I'm going to pass it right back to you then. Topic two. number two. No. Week one overreactions. What do you got? Alright, so for my overreactions, I'm going to go real quick. I think that, because I said this watching the game the other night against the Steelers, I think the Patriots honestly could go 16-0. Sure. You know, I think they can run the table. Um, the the Jets <laughs> have never really been competitive with the Patriots. Don't laugh, Doge. They're supposed to be overreactions. The, That's the point. The, <laughs> the Dolphins. Just, Don't take them all. Don't take them all. What? What? Are you going Dolphins here? No, I'm talking about the Patriots. Okay, I have a Dolphins overreaction. Okay, well, I said that, like, about how, like, they're, like... He's talking who they're going to be playing. Yeah, like, okay. in their division, they can probably go 6-0 and pretty easily. Well, yeah. So you have 10 games. That's how it always is. Right, yeah, it's been like that for uh, as long as I've known. Right, so, football. like, you know, okay, and they're going to do that, and they're going to be able to... They already beat the Steelers, which, you know, if they were playing the Steelers week, you know, later in the season, um, you know, when the Steelers are a little bit more efficient running on all cylinders. Maybe. That's, you know, it's different. Uh, possibly. I mean, yeah, we don't know this year. The Steelers, but, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk about that. Um, so that's going to be my AFC overreaction. Sure. For my NFC overreaction. Right, to you two of them. Okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead. I just was, I just, I was thinking loving, we were going to do it. I'm AFC. just busting your chops. Go ahead. I actually want to hear what you have to say. All right. So I think <laughs> that the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Could uh could go, you know, with six or less wins this year, Ooh. and I think they could finish third, or even fourth behind uh you know Green Bay and Minnesota, then possibly Detroit. So I'm thinking you know that's wow. something on the NFC that I mean they have a tough schedule because they have they have to play all these teams because they had a good year last year, so they're gonna be playing better teams. Right. So they have more prime time, you know, better <clears throat> games. Sure. I agree. So. Let me see what their strength of schedule is. Sure. Get the stats team on that while I swing it over to Doge for an overreaction. Or two, if you'd like. Oh, sure. Sure. My uh, my overreaction, I really want to get in there. I know, dude. Is that I think the Steelers are the worst team in the AFC North. <laughs> Which is awesome. I would love that. I need that to be true. I mean, the, the Browns lost... But I still don't think they will 
it was pretty close in comparison to the point spread. I don't know the exact numbers on their their scores, but the Steelers lost like what, like thirty to three. Yeah. Browns lost. What was it like forty one to forty three to thirteen. Forty three thirteen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they're like right there. Yeah, but I think the Browns roster shows more promise than the Steelers roster. I don't have a whole lot of faith in the Steelers roster. Sure, let me hear it. Juju's fine, but like he's going to be covered by the best guy now. Like yep. that's always been a concern with Antonio Brown leaving. And I do like James Conner, but Big Ben's old, dude. Oh yeah. And one time he took off, and I was like, he might be the slowest player in the NFL right now. <laughs> Eli Manning, dude. He looked just like his body know, looks slow. Cam Newton, man. Hey. His knees don't look good. <laughs> He's faster than Ben Roethlisberger. Dude. I don't know. Not so. Not apparent on. from week one or week two. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Cam Newton hasn't thrown a thrown a touchdown yet. Two weeks. Yeah. So. Uh, um. No, but my overreaction may not. It may not be an overreaction, but you know, I think the Steelers are the worst team in the AFC North. Sure. Do you have an NFC or no? Um. Come back to me on NFC. Sure. All right. I'll pop in here for a couple. You got the stats team on it? <laughs> yeah, update it on the, from the stats Stamp team the here. So, the strength of schedule for the Bears is equivalent tied for fifth toughest with the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Okay. So, Yikes. if you're looking at the difference between those two teams, I think that, you know, the Chiefs are going to fare well a little bit yeah, easier. Probably. Or better, at least. I don't know about easier. But... Okay. Teach. Take four. I'm going with two here. First one. Dalvin Cook is going to win the MVP. Holy shit. It's an overreaction, but did you yeah. see him in that game? Holy crap, did he run fast. Now, when he's hurt he... week five and he's out for the season, it's going to be a huge bummer like he typically is. But he looked so freaking good. Holy crap. And so does Zimmer's defense. Yes. They, the Vikings looked like, real good. Those two in combination work very well. He was so fast. Oh, my God. And the way he shakes his head when he runs. Because he's... <laughs> right. <laughs> he just... Oh, my goodness. I don't know what that's going to sound like. It'll be I'm, fine. I'm you can always cut it out if no, you need. I just think it's going to be funny. Right. Like, but, that's a, but they know. They they're going to know exactly what they were they talking know, about. They know what they're doing. That's my one for the NFC. AFC... And this might just be like a straight up statement, not even an overreaction, but the Dolphins are not going to win a single game. Not even people don't even want to be there. How are they gonna win a game like rally together to win a football game when guys are like calling their agents trying to get it traded out of there? So I'm thinking no wins for the Dolphins, Dalvin Cook MVP, overreaction city right here. Come at me. Doge, NFC, give me a give me one or should we swing it to head? You got it yet? I have like a prediction and not as much of an overreaction, so I don't really know. Just, we'll take it. Hey, we'll take it. Just predict it up a notch, if you can. I think the I think the Saints are your NFC champion going to sure, sure. Their will to win at the end of that game, dude, against the Texans, which was a dog fight. That game Just, was nuts. Oh, I'm glad that you recorded or like you know had the last part of you yeah. know, for me. That was sick. They show. Yeah, dude, that was a that was a nuts game, but I, you know, they've they've gotten screwed twice uh-huh. in the playoffs. On, you know, they they had just the miracle catch in Minnesota, and they had the the missed pass interference call against the Rams last year. Like they've been there both times. Like, I think that I think I'm already tossing that out there that they're winning it. 
Sure. I like to hear it. I'm I'm a big believer in the Brady Breeze Super Bowl. I think we're getting it this year. Oh. I don't think that's an overreaction. I think that's just a straight up state prediction, like you were saying. Breeze Baker. I would I would love to not see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Sure. Mahomes Breeze, if you want, if you will. But I'm I'm thinking Brady Breeze. Let's see. I don't know who's coming out of the AFC. Sure. Edman, we're swinging it to you. Overreactions after week one and Thursday Night Football, I guess. Although we didn't have a big game in week one, Uh-oh. I would go to your fantasy teams. I would go to the waiver wire. I would go to Indianapolis. And I would claim wide receiver out of Clemson University, former national champion, Deion Kane. He, uh... He's likely to have a bigger load now that Devin Funchess is on the IR and out for eight weeks with that clavicle break in the Ooh. fourth quarter against the Chargers there. Brutal. Going up, extending, and catching a ball in the back of the end zone, but uh, he was out of bounds. Mm-hmm. College was a touchdown, so well, you know, it doesn't mean anything, but all right. Sure. And, uh, yeah, Deion Kane is going to look nice. He is nice. He doesn't have lice. His knees are on ice. Sure. Watch out. He likes fried rice. He likes fried rice. Yeah. And sure. is probably scared of mice. But you should pick him up. Is he better than Darius Geis? He has to be because he just got put up in the injury <laughs> reserve. <laughs> little juice? <laughs> Do you have an NFC prediction or no? Well, NFC or prediction. Overreaction. Or prediction, Well, overreaction. Yeah, re- overreact here, Ed. I think uh, Green Bay. Rogers. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to pick it up. Gonna have to pick it up. Gonna have to. Gonna have to pick it up. They're gonna be the bottom of the table. I think that they might be uh, fighting for a wild card. Oh, okay. There it is. Sure. Packers. Pick it up. Cheeseheads. The cheeseheads are gonna have to pick it up. Pick it up. Lift at your knees, not your hips. All right, we're moving on. Week two, moving on. We're going to uh, NFL week two preview here, boys. We're going to preview the second week. But first, topic one, just what's your favorite storyline here in the NFL going into week two? Um, I'll go first here. Why not? I am very interested to see what Lamar Jackson is going to do again. I'm loving his running back jokes and the video of him coming out. Like After he found out he got a perfect passer rating doing a little running back pose and, you know, kind of poking fun at everybody for saying he, he couldn't be a quarterback because he had a great game. So um, I think that's what I'm most interested in here. My favorite storyline is just seeing how he continues to play into that joke if he does, which I really hope that he continues to do that. So um, Big D, we're going to give it to, give it to you. Favorite storyline here going into week two. All right, so I think that, you know, the first half of this rookie's debut wasn't the best one that you could ever put on film and or, you know, your fantasy league if you happen to start Kyler Murray. I think that it was sweet, uh, you know, with his second half comeback. I loved watching him play in college. I think that he was super electric, super fun. Um, So I hope he can settle in and, you know, keep his thing rolling in the NFL. Sure, sure. Another quarterback story. Right. Kind yeah. of shifty guy himself. Yeah. Not no. really a runner, though. No, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he definitely he's, can. 
Yeah, right, right. But he's not, elusive, right. but he's not like a. I mean, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, you should be able to run plays for him to run because he's that good. Right. Like, he can run and he should. But, Kyler right. Murray, folks. Folks. Let's see what he does. Doji. What's, uh, what's your favorite storyline here going into week two? Kyler Murray's a great one for sure. Uh, for them to come back and then not take the L there uh, was, was pretty impressive to see, especially after a shaky start. So, he regained his composure. I love that. Didn't take the uh, win, though. Yeah. Uh, didn't get the win, though. No, but you didn't get the loss that's either. Right. Uh, <laughs> Classic time. And they looked really bad last year, so, like, that's an improvement. Certainly. Like, yeah, like, like Cardinals fans right now probably feel like how Browns fans felt last year when they tied Steelers week one. Like, Probably all, exactly like, the same thing. You're super right. Yeah. So. Good analysis, um, But I'd say that my favorite storyline right now going into week two is just going to be the matchup uh, for the Cleveland Browns, actually. Ooh. Uh, uh, seeing them go to New York to play Greg Williams' defense, a uh, guy that maybe should have been given the head coaching job in Cleveland to begin with. Right. And now he's got a now he's got a coordinator gig against their week two matchup. So Browns had a rocky start. And it could even be rockier after uh, after going against their old interim head coach that uh, that went six and two for them. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Speaking of same kind of. Tie line does. Trevor Simeon is the uh, quarterback. Was he? Wasn't he on the Browns staff at one point? Or am I thinking of? Something he was else? on the Broncos, right? Broncos. Oh, okay. It was, I knew it was back. I knew yeah. he was backing up some B team. Without I mean, who knows, dude? You you could like say like any quarterback's name for like the last twenty years, and like fifty percent chance he was on the Browns. Right. Exactly. Point. Right. Yeah. Might, that might throw it on the wall. It might stick. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. But what do we think about him instead of, like, Darnold with the mononucleosis? Like, yikes. Kissing disease. A little mono action. Not good. Too many, too many girls in New York for Sam Darnold. I know. <clears throat> big city. Well, dude, Spreads, somebody said he, like, didn't know he had it for, like, the first day, so he might have, like, potentially infected some more people on the team. <laughs> like, they're not sure yet. Yeah. Oh. Imagine if he just took out the whole offense. Like, I just haven't heard I haven't heard an update yet. But, like, <clears throat> I heard that he, like... That would- like from a water bottle or what? I don't know. I'm sure yeah, water, like a water fountain. Like, like you know, like who knows? Like just like, sweating on people. <laughs> oh, I get it. Adam Gase. Yeah. I gotcha. Right. What? Adam Gase. Oh, awkward. He's a weird guy. That guy is just a strange, <clears throat> strange mf'er. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Edman. What's your favorite storyline here going into week two? Andrew Luck, less Colts. Take a 1-1 stand. Sure. They're just taking a 1-1 stand. Oh, yeah. I like it. All right. Keep he's it, just looking keep at, it simple. He's just looking at AFC South, baby. Watch Jacob, out. Jacob and Brissett. I love it. Keeping it simple. All right, boys. Just play football. We know who they thought they were. We know who we thought they were. We let them take a damn field. Moving oh, on. That great. That is a football quote. Yeah. Left side. Strong side. Strong side. Topic yeah. number two. You've been waiting for it, folks. Honestly, you've probably been waiting for it all summer. And we tried to get it to come all summer, but he's a busy man. It's JP's locks of the week. The NFL's back, so we got to get the locks back. First lock of the week, what's new? Patriots over the Dolphins. But what's the line? 
Pats are minus, <clears throat> are they plus? They're minus. Yeah, minus. 18 and a half. Whew. Are you taking that bait? JP's locking that in for one of his three. Um, we're gonna go around the room and just say if we agree, or if we're gonna take these lines or not, or if you're, you know, if you're gonna lock them in. So, Doge, I'm gonna swing it to you first. Are you locking in the Pats here or no? I looked at this line a few times, and regardless of how good the Patriots are and how bad the Dolphins are, a 19 point spread or 18 and a half point spread in the NFL for any game is just so daunting. Right. These guys are professional football players. like, And the Dolphins, for some reason, like I said, no matter how bad they are, still always seem to play the Patriots tough, like, once a year. Well, and their coach was a former Patriots coach, so maybe they even have more of an upper hand than normal, you know? You know, and, and after a bad week, people are asking to leave, dude. Like, maybe the Dolphins that are all in, like, they, they just get the same syndrome that the, the Raiders had this past week. Right. Know, like, no, everyone's counting us out kind of thing. Nobody believes in us. And there's some strength in that, dude. So, I don't know. Certainly. I wouldn't take the 18 and a half spread and say that that's a lock. I think the Patriots will win. Don't get me wrong. Right. 18 and a half points in the NFL is, is tough. Right. Like, I bet the Patriots will probably win by that many points. But, like, I'm not going to bet on it because you never know. Like, a field goal, a weird field goal at the end that the Dolphins take or a Hail Mary or something, you know. A Patriots like the Patriots are like, Right, something. Patriots are laying down kind of at the end. Dolphins will get some easy <coughs> points potentially and ruin the line. So it's too big. If it was 10 points, definitely. But 18 and a half, I would maybe even do like 14, like two touchdowns. But 18 and a half is too much for me. Yeah, if you gave me a tenner. Right. Oh, yeah. Even, I'm smacking some, that smacking some bones on a tenner there, Doge, for sure. <laughs> Edman, 18 and a half minus five or minus 18 and a half excuse me the Pats over the Dolphins over the Dolphins who you got are you locking that in like locking it in you're locking the Pats in Ed likes it Ed likes it he's making some dough like JP risking it for a said biscuit <clears throat> Dill you locking it in I'm risking the biscuit baby go Patriots Locking in the Pats. Okay. More like just, more like, more not go Pats, screw the Dolphins. Sure. <laughs> sure, I guess, right. Making enemies here. Like if they're bad, just let them be terrible, you know? Right. Like the Browns were. Yeah, screw it. Just like, let them be just garbage. Yeah, I mean, they'd be the only team to ever go 16-0 and 0-16, so. Yeah, right. Sure. The old Zonka, our last I don't, episode. I don't see the Patriots doing that anytime soon, so that probably won't happen for a while. What if they're just so terrible after Tom's gone? Like post Tom Bills, just like peace, I'm done, and they just yeah, have like garbage. Could happen. We'll keep that for another pod yeah. in years to come. All right, <laughs> second lock of the week from Jacob. Chargers are minus two and a half versus the Lions. Who are you taking, Ed? You locking in the Chargers here? Minus two and a half? Lock it in. Lock that one in? I agree. It's at the Lions. At the Lions, so in a dome too, right? Yeah, I mean. Well, that helps Phil. I would say that helps Phil, I'd say. Yep. Well, I mean, I guess it's, you know, September. Two and a half, I'm taking the Chargers. No doubt. I mean, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> they're, they're good. Dush. I don't know if the Dolphins are good because I don't know if the Cardinals are good. They just tied. So I'm definitely taking the Chargers here. Phillip Rivers, come on. 
Come on. And the, 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 the Lions just gave up a 16-point lead to the Cardinals. Like, yeah. <clears throat> or whatever it was. Uh, I think I'm thinking of the Jets lead they gave up. Um, but still, I'm definitely going Chargers. Doge, you know you're taking the Chargers here, right? Or are you going Lions? No, I'm taking the Chargers, absolutely. Minus two and a half. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Lions did not show a ton of promise to me uh, last week, and the Chargers looked great. So even without Melvin Gordon, Chargers are, uh, are a force to be reckoned with for sure. Certainly. Eckler looked. Woo. Yeah, he looked very good. He looked good, <clears throat> yeah. He had a ton of fantasy points because I know I was playing him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so were the Colts. Yikes. <laughs> Got him. Um, moving on then. How about Melvin Gordon tweeting at Austin Eckler during say? the game? I didn't see that. What did he say? Uh, just little like, boys eating or something like that. Oh, uh, like he was like giving him some props. Yeah, he was hyping him up. Sure. Hype like up the team. That, right, you boys. About to sign that big contract in like four weeks. He just said he's going to plan on coming back, but he's like still holding out for like his health or whatever. So. I think, yeah, he's gonna, he, I think he's going to do what everybody thought Le'Veon would do last year. And come back like week 10 or something like that. Yeah, he'll be back by week 6. Sure. I hope. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, moving on to our third lock here. Final lock from JP. All the way from Milwaukee. Shout out Marquette. <clears throat> Cowboys. Minus 5 versus the Redskins here. Who are you locking in here? I will go first. Um, another pretty simple one for me. I'm going Cowboys here. While it's a divisional game and the Redskins looked a lot better than I expected against the Eagles, I just think the Cowboys are going to roll this one. I think they're ready to to be out and you know dominate. And I think Dak's out to prove he's you know worth some money since they're talking a contract here and Zeke's about to you know run all over the place. I think so. I'm taking Cowboys. Dose, plus, plus uh. I was going to say, it's uh, Darius Geis. Yeah, Geis also So out they're leading. Yeah, they're so starting. Juice. <coughs> Juice is out. Yeah, Adrian starting. Peterson's going to fill that role just fine. I don't Probably. Think, I don't know. We'll see. You'll see. St- I mean, he's starting for a reason. They're starting right. running back is out now. Yeah, so. Adrian Peterson. He'll be back midseason. Dush. AP. Yeah. You taking Cowboys or Skins here? I'm taking the I'm taking the boys on this one. Yeah. America's team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I... I think that they, I think that they're just a better team there, uh, winning by five. Uh, like you said, Redskins didn't look awful against the Eagles. Uh, they were able to do pretty well against that, that Philadelphia defense. But uh, however, I just think yeah, the boys are just um, the, the much superior team. Uh, they looked really well polished, even with all the all the drama with Zeke leading up to the beginning of the season. Uh, they were still able to produce. You know, sure it was against the Giants, but. Another divisional matchup here, and, and I see the boys winning this one, too. For sure. Dill, you going for boys, too? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that I agree with those with, as far as that, um, you know, as far as, far as them, as far as them looking pretty polished, uh, I think Jason Garrett, for the most part, you know, does a pretty good job as, you know, getting his team, you know, ready for the, the games uh, each week. And then, especially if you have the offensive line that, I mean, well, both offensive and defensive line that were just dominating the uh, line of scrimmage like they were, and you know some of the highlights that I saw, um, you know that obviously is going to be a huge thing because if you can get to the quarterback and protect your own, that's you know a pretty good recipe for uh, success there. So with this uh, with this line only being five, I'm taking the Cowboys for sure. I'm a John, you know, <clears throat> fan of John Gruden, not Jay Gruden. 
Sure, yeah. I don't think Jay can get it done. A lot of people are saying Jay's going to be first coach fired. I can't believe he's still there. <laughs> so, like, I totally agree with that. But. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Edman, you taking the boys? Or are you going the skins? Locking the skins, baby. Wow. AP rushes for a buck 20. Wow. And uh, receiving touchdown. Jeez, look at this. I'm loving these predictions. I can see it, though. Oh, you'll see it. I think he could get all that Sunday. and still lose pretty handily. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian Peterson. Sunday, watch. All day AP, hyping him up. I love it. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Topic three then. Just quick, briefly, tap around the room. Um, give me Monday Night Football prediction if you want to get a score. And if you got, um, you know, if you have the score, give it. But if not, you can just do the winner or loser. So, <clears throat> Big D, as a Browns fan, you got... Browns or Jets, and if you got a score, what, what's your what's the word? All right, so I'm taking the Bruins. Yeah, I think that all right. Score wise, Jets. Who they have Simeon back there now? I think they're gonna score like ten points. Uh, so I think the Jets are gonna have nine. <laughs> and I think it's gonna be thirty-one to nine Browns. Ooh, sure. Either three field goals or a field goal with a touchdown and a missed extra point. Wow. <laughs> but they aren't getting that touchdown safety. Not, shit. Not touchdown safety. No touchdown safety? No. Ooh. That is not going to be the way they get nine. Sure. What about that's a, a, that's a touchdown? That's a D-let lock them over the week. What's that? What about a touchdown, two-point conversion, <laughs> and then at the end of the game they agree to just give them one extra point? Just because. Because Darnold, ha- Darnold has mono. They talk about that yeah. before the game. They just start out with they one, bonus, one bonus, point. Sorry, you have mono point. Right. So sorry, you got mono. Here's one point. <laughs> okay, so what if they just get shut out and they gave him one then? <laughs> hey, I'm going Browns. Jets score 10 points. Oof. And Browns score 27. 27-10? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Edman? Going Jets. Wow. <laughs> Leave you a bell, baby. 21-14. Oh. Dude, that would be... I would hate that game. Cleveland would be on fire with, like, Freddie Kitchens has got to go if that is how they started. Score 13 and then 14. Monday Night Football, I'll be watching. Against the Jets with Trevor Simeon. And then week three, guess who we have? No C.J. Mosley or Quentin Williams, the Jets either. Like, ugh, they're going to be hurt. I'm fairly certain we have the Rams the week after that, so it's like if we don't win this week, like I need to figure this out. Dozier, I've got a similar score to yours, T, but I'm switching the numbers up a little bit. I'm saying twenty to seventeen. Oh, sure, sure. Wow. I do think I do think Lev Bell uh, is just going to be a nice little factor in the game. Uh, Good spot to, to dump pass once Trevor Simeon gets pressured. Uh, that Browns D-line does bring the pressure. Um, oh, yeah. So I, I don't see a huge high-scoring game here going against Greg Williams' D, which we talked about earlier. will be a good matchup, and he obviously knows Freddie Kitchen's offensive system. So right. I don't see a high-scoring game, and I think it will be pretty close. 2017 sure. Browns. Sure, love to hear it. So the one thing I will say to that Doge is that Le'Veon Bell has roasted the Browns <laughs> in his career for the Steelers. Yeah, he usually does. So I think he has like the third most yards for like a running back against one team. 
<laughs> and you said it would be thirty-one to nine. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, for just, like, I'm a great, like, I can just see like where your points coming from. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I think I think they'll be a good option for him for sure. Sure. All right. Sorry, I didn't I didn't understand you right away. Right, right. <laughs> like, uh, you're making my point. I thought, I thought you were saying like, you know. Right. No, I'm not. Just making your point for you. So you don't, but you don't think Le'Veon Bell will do that well? In the um, game? I, I just no, think that there's going to be more. I just than think that. they're going to stack the box because Simeon can't throw. Yeah, because like sure. okay, they're going to be able to lock down. Yeah, how dare they do against the Browns? How big is he? Deion Lewis, six four. What is he? Six four two fifty. How big is Le'Veon? Le'Veon's not six foot, right? He's a shifty guy. The Browns are speedy. They don't. Mariota really can throw like too. It's a little different. And he's shifty too. He can run around and get out of the box and like oh, throw Simeon people. You'll see. Two, <laughs> two I've never, touchdowns. I've never seen it, dude. Monday night football. That's all in on Simeon. Two touchdowns, Le'Veon Bell wins the game, 21-14. Dude, he was so Simeon. bad that Paxton Lynch was the guy starting over him. Like, they drafted him both, and he was, and he drafted, they drafted him higher, I thought. They're like, ah. Better get ready for the cast season, Cleveland. Get Paxton. Because you're starting 0-2. <laughs> if CJ Mosley doesn't play, I just find it hard for the Jets to win. Plus, uh, Quinn Williams Quincy, isn't playing. Well, like Quincy and Anima. And you are, yeah, he's not playing. He's either. out again all year with a neck injury, so yeah. it's like. They're definitely banged up right now. There's no doubt. Let's, co- let's just take a break here, boys. A little contention. Let's take a halftime. Why not? We'll swing it over to Dill for the, uh, the Cheap Seats Network information. Where can, where can we find it? Yeah, a little plug in. So, Facebook and Twitter, folks, you know. As always, folks. Just folks and all over the place. Facebook is the Cheap Seats Network. Four words. Just type it in. The Cheap Seats Network. Sure. Twitter. You can find us at at the Cheap Seats SN. Boom. We're super new. Super new. <laughs> SN. I super knew that. Sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that would be SK. I know. That's the joke, Doge. At Twitter. At Twitter. (laughs) Tweet it. Tweet it. We should be having some 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 Bengals content coming out here this weekend potentially. We got some Yeah. Got some tickets from the network, thank goodness. Appreciate it. Yeah, sponsorship. Yep. Huge. From uh the network. Yeah. Um Doge, where can we find the clubhouse stuff? That we might be posting specific posts. Where is Uh, it? Found on Facebook, the Clubhouse. Clubhouse is all one word. Sure. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at Clubhouse underscore TCSN. Uh, so follow us, like us, and uh, yeah, comment on our content. We'd love to hear. From you. Right. No, for sure. We definitely need. To, we'd love to hear from people. We love to. Yeah. Love to get some Engage. Get some interaction going. Interaction. Absolutely. All right. And we'll be posting every podcast on that we post, like on those those yes. uh, that account. So, like, if you guys are looking to just see when the next Clubhouse podcast comes out, I know it's not common. Just just follow us on the page, or or get on Apple Podcast or Spotify, and why not just hit subscribe, and you'll just get that update. She's like, whoop! Clubhouse has just posted go. a new pod. Why not? Absolutely, it's similar, very similar to your favorite artists. You right. do that for your favorite artists. 
We're your favorite artists. Put it on your favorite podcast. Oh, that's a lovely shot, Dosh. Sure. Yeah. Do a little boom, boom. But yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. A lot of Podbean yeah. out there. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you could probably find us. So just right. give us a follow. Subscribe. Subscribe. Check it out. All right, everybody. We're moving on to the third quarter here. The NCAA football recap and week three preview. <clears throat> Topic number one. What is something that has just like been a surprise to you or something that has really stuck out here just to begin the college football season? Ed. Miami of Ohio was a 35-point favorite in a football game. Against who? Did we... We won. Cover? It, we, we didn't cover. Yeah. But... That's pretty remarkable. Heck yeah, good for us. Good Dude, for I us. We, I remember the days out there in the cold, drinking booze, getting free McDonald's. Yeah, that was fun, painting our chest. Oh, Bull yeah. bound. Bull bound. Bull bound. Shout out. Rise up, Red Hawks. So they won by 31, not 35. Oh, or 36. Awesome. Yeah. Close enough. They scored 48 points, though. That's like... Heck yeah. Yeah, dude, they... they yeah, we did. Points. That's a lot of celebrating there. Yeah, we Tyson did. Tech, they went to Brick Street after that. 11, I will say. I think uh, alumni De'Aaron Isaac was there celebrating. <laughs> sure. What were you trying to say, Dosh? <laughs> Sorry, I was just saying, like, we definitely smoked them, but Tennessee Tech was like 1-11 last year. Right, yeah, they were, they, were, they were not good. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a reason were, why we were favored by 35. going into this game against Miami, too. Right. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to. Might be favorites going into the Ohio State game. No, they uh, definitely are even with the Ohio State team right now. Sure, before they hit the line, yeah. yeah there we go, 1-0. We'll Dill, start to the season. What's uh, something that surprised you here to start the season? Um, I would say probably how well Jalen Hurts has played. I mean, he's played really well. I was curious how he's going to play in his second game. Um... You know, with him, you know, playing so well in his first game and so efficiently, uh, it's very interesting to see how he's going to come out in his third week. And honestly, like, he's making a huge Heisman push here. Uh, him, I think probably what? Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yeah. Who would probably be, like, another one? Joe Burrow. Yeah, down in LSU, <laughs> Joe Burrow. Um, That's maybe those three are, you know, making towards a Heisman push. But yeah. What is this? What? Um,. You said Joe and... Uh, I was saying Jalen Hurts. He was saying Jalen Hurts, but then he was also saying what I was going to say was my biggest surprise, which was Joe Burrow and LSU and their offense, which has been just ridiculous. And I did not expect that. As a Heisman candidate as well. So, same with you. Jalen Hurts has been surprising. I think Joe yeah. Burrow has been surprising. We also said potentially... Um, what were you just saying? Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. Yeah, Trevor probably. Lawrence, obviously... I was just trying to think of, like, other people. Jake Fromm, if the Georgia's I mean, Tua will probably be in the conversation, yeah. Right? Yeah, Tua for sure. Fromm, if they're, if they, if they're good, you know. <clears throat> what about Tennessee's quarterback? He might be there. <laughs> Sheesh. That might be a big surprise. Yeah. But, Doug, before I take any words out of your mouth, I'm not sure if that's what you're going to say, but what's been your biggest surprise? No, I was going to say that LSU really came back and, like, Know, hit the ground rolling like they they had a good end to their year last year obviously took the l in gainesville we were there for it but uh no they looked really good and uh that game against texas uh i was pretty impressed with them but um 
don't know. I mean, it seems like there are a lot of teams that could win it this year, which, right. you know, isn't always the case after a few weeks. Usually you see, like, okay, this team's, like, far and away, like, better than everyone else, but that's maybe not necessarily the case right now. How about Ohio State just giving UC the business? Absolutely, yeah. That Talk was about some biz nasty. That's biz nasty. Yeah. Right. No, but seriously, that was. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, all right, then. Moving on. Let's go topic number two here. Which early season matchup do you think has been the most entertaining so far? And do you think anything here in week three is going to be able to top that? So, um, Doge, I'll swing it over to you first. Any, what's your, been your favorite matchup so far this season? Um, it probably was that Texas LSU game. Yeah, that game was uh, great. Really, really exciting to watch. Um, it was like a dogfight, you know. Like it's it's always fun to see like a like a defensive game, but like you like to you like to see them put up some points, and that's exactly what it was. Um, and you know, a lot of scoring at the end just always creates for excitement. It looks like Texas had a chance to come back, but. Like I said, LSU's just been really impressive to watch, and uh, they're looking really good. So it was, so far, probably of all the ones that I saw, at least, was that was my favorite matchup. Sure. No, I definitely uh, would probably agree with you on that one. I would say another one that I thought was just as good, um, if not probably not better, but was a very good game, was Oregon versus Auburn. Um, I think that was oh, a yeah. great game uh, to start to kick it off. Um, but I still think Texas uh, LSU was a lot better. That game was just really exciting. Um, I don't think anything coming up this week is going to top it. But um, oh, here's a, I mean I don't want to take anyone's, but I got another one for us. That was go for it, yeah. No, Army versus Michigan. Yeah, that was a fun game. Certainly, uh, it was a battle, a dogfight, and the <laughs> Army had a chance to win it there at the end. But they had a kicker that had never attempted a field goal like. <laughs> this year so far it was his first field goal attempt of the year and he and he missed it wide and then they wound up losing to michigan in overtime but that was a it was a fun game to watch certainly no that was definitely a good game um i know uh there's some big notre dame games coming up that are big matchups and then um ohio state michigan obviously later so there's definitely some good matchups later in the season but i don't know about here coming week four ed what was uh an early season matchup that was entertaining for you and is anything in this uh, week three going to top that for college? Anything? You're saying Texas LSU, Auburn, Oregon, Florida, Florida Miami maybe was going to be Dills? I like the Florida Miami taste game. Of, taste of his own medicine there. With little Gators. <laughs> you guys kept saying matchups. I'm like, dude, there's only been two weeks and like, Three good games. There's like, been some decent games. I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased towards that Ohio State UC game. Right. I mean, that was supposed to be a good game, though, and it turned out to not really be. But that's but, what you want to see if you're Ohio State. So, um, didn't Clemson just play A and M? Twenty-four to ten. Like, right, that's a good good matchup, though. Like, yeah, but I mean, Clemson like kind of. I wouldn't like, say it's one of the, the best whole, so far this season. They though. just had them like the whole game. Clemson right. kind of, yeah. Clemson was kind of rough at game, so. Sure. Like, the score was not indicative of how far, like, or right, how close right, I right, am. Right, 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 Sure. Like, how far away that right. really was. 
Yeah, at least it's all. That's all I felt for sure watching it. You doubling down on the Gators? Yeah, no, I think that that was uh, week zero was cool just to have a game of football. I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is finally it. Let's get rolling. You know what I mean? And it was a good game. Yeah, because if it wasn't like, you know, a Thursday night game between like, uh, shit, I don't know, whatever state. We just had North Carolina versus Wake Forest. It was just on this week. Yeah, it's a fun game, but it's not that game. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's not the U versus the Gators. Yeah, not these programs that are, you know, definitely uh, followed. national title (laughs) contenders before. Right. Um, You know, at one point in time, we're powerhouses, whether for how long of a span it was, whatever. So, both of them are trying to get back there, which was really cool to see. The uh, Gators didn't look great, but they found a way to win, which is obviously, in my mind, a fantastic way to start the season. So... Sure. I'm glad we put up a uh, a blank against what was it Tennessee Martin right was it Tennessee Martin Doge? I don't recall, <laughs> but it was forty five to nothing. Um, so you know, and, dude, it was three to zero at the end of the first quarter. Right. So, so I was really like, okay, up, like so. I was kind of worried about You're it. Like, Damn, we're and then, not good. Then we had six touchdowns after that. So sure. um, let me see. I believe it was. I just want to confirm that. Right, well, while they got a matchup coming up. I was going to say, that's going to lead us into our next topic. It was UT yeah. Martin. UT Martin, okay. So. <clears throat> Which is college game day predictions. We've got ESPN's college game day prediction, and then we have clubhouse game day, which is Florida at Kentucky, and then we have college game day, which is Iowa at Iowa State. First time they're going to Iowa State. So. Just give your predictions on who you think is going to win both of these games uh, real quick. Doge, we'll go to you first. Uh, I'm going to stick with my Gators uh, on the win against the, the Wildcats. Do we know what the spread is on that game? Stats team's checking it right now. Gotcha. Um, no, but I, I think Florida's definitely the better team. Eight and uh, a half. Going in Kentucky uh, could be a little bit tougher. Um, I went and saw a game there in Kentucky I think I would take Kentucky if it's eight and a half. It was RIP, but um, Team Two got like the concussion last time I was in Kentucky. Yeah, no, that we were at the same game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you guys talking about that. That's funny. That was was great. Um, (laughs) yeah, I I think Florida's gonna win that. Sorry, didn't mean to get distracted and sad about Tim Tebow. Um, but then the the other matchup, Iowa Iowa State. Uh, I see Iowa State winning this. Iowa. Definitely showed some weaknesses. Um, sure. Again, in their matchup against Miami University. Uh, right. Modern. Exactly. Right. Um, but going into Iowa State, uh, I think that crowd's going to be pretty electric still, um, and it'll be tough. You know, Iowa has a really good home team advantage or home field advantage. Not so much on the road. Uh, I see Iowa State pulling this one out. Wow. Sure. The upset. Um, I'm gonna hit you with Florida as well. I think they're gonna win. I think they're kind of upset that they lost last year and broke the streak of however many 31 yeah, years it was. So I think they're ready to start a new one. Um, and then I think that it's going to be a very close game between Iowa and Iowa State, but I think Iowa's going to come in and win. But I do think um, that it could play a factor, just the atmosphere being there since college game day has never been there at Iowa State. And, you know, they're going to be going crazy because Iowa's ranked and, you know, it's an interstate matchup. So... It's going to be a wild atmosphere, so I could see an upset, but I think Iowa State will, will prove to be the better team. Um, Big D, who you got here? So I think it's funny you guys are taking Iowa State. Uh, previous Toledo coach Matt Campbell at the. I just took know. Iowa. 
I could have sworn I heard you say Iowa State with the upset as well. <laughs> wow, I don't know what I was listening to. I must have been a different podcast. I'm going nuts. I thought I'd tell anyway, you. Anyway, you said Iowa State, right? Hey, I'm not did. crazy there, right? I picked Iowa State. Okay, all right. Maybe I just wanted to think you did too. But I think that with it being... It, well, either way, I think it's funny, you know, with Matt Campbell being there. Like, he's, he's actually been all right, but, like, hasn't been great. Like, people, right. like... Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if you have game day there, um, I know that if like Toledo ever had game day, like it would be nuts. You know what I mean? Like it would just be. I mean, it was nuts for you know. I don't know how big Miami would ever get it, but if Miami got it, it'd be stupid. Right. We'd actually go to a game. It'd like be, it'd when, be cool. when the Miami Hurricanes played against Toledo, like we ended up getting walloped, but yeah, it was fun. There were a lot of people out there, like a lot of television because it was ESPN. Um, couple years ago and so that was cool but i think i'm gonna also take iowa state you know being at home it's gonna be a wild atmosphere and uh i just think it's gonna you know they're gonna have the advantage there sure we got two upset callers you calling for upset in the other game um (laughs) no i didn't even think i had to talk about it right i know i I was just moving on because like if you obviously gators right yeah you gotta go gators Chomp, chomp. They're going to start a new streak, so. Edman. You got the Gators. I'm going to hop on that Gators bandwagon, and I'm going to go with the upset Upset college uh, game day, Iowa State. Dang. Love that. I feel like there might be uh, a couple turnovers in that game. Sure. Bright lights. Oh, I can see it. I mean, they're only two hours apart, so, I mean, like, you're going to have fans of both teams there. Right. It's going to be a loud game. The entire yeah. time, which is no dope. Doubt. Which is dope. No doubt. All right, then. <laughs> All right, moving on now to our fourth quarter. Our final summer segment, even though we're, we've got a, you know, we're halfway into fall here. Not halfway, but we got a foot into fall just after Labor Day. Um, and because it's Friday the 13th, it's a full moon, we're going to give our top four monsters here, or our Mount... Monstar, if you will. I don't know what we want to call that. Mount Rushmore of monsters. Um, so, not necessarily. This could be monsters from movies. These could be like, you know, legendary monsters or you know, you know, fabled monsters. So, just whatever you got here, boys. Uh, favorite monsters, Friday the Thirteenth. We're gonna go with. Well, first, does anyone want to volunteer? Like, like in school. Are we going around? Who would do or like a like one? That's what, you're right. One, like that's what I was gonna guess. One at a time. time. Should we just do one and then, like it's a draft almost? I'll go. Okay. Let's just go around the room, just one at a time then. Okay. Let's start it off with uh, the three witches from Hocus Pocus. <clears throat> sure. I like it. Okay. Three witches. Do they have names, or are they just like? <laughs> oh, if, you, oh, if you've like, seen the movie Hocus Pocus, yeah. you know who I'm talking about. <coughs> I'll put a spell yeah. on you, sure. and now you're mine. Oh, sure. Exactly. Oh, sure. This little black cat that's like a puppet. A little guy. <laughs> Big D, you're up next. So, I'm going to have to go with my, uh, as soon as I saw it, I thought it was just hilarious, um, Michael Myers. Sure. Just always catching up. I mean, I know it's like a horror movie and like, you know, 
how scary movies are and stuff, where people always catch up to somebody right. who's running while they're walking. Right. And he was like, for me, that was like the introduction of just that, and that was sure. hilarious. <clears throat> just walking it was because <clears throat> it was like in the hall, like during. Sorry, it was a. Uh, in the middle of fall, like during the Halloween season, right. and there was a marathon for Halloween, and I was over at a buddy's house watching it, and I just remember, like, we watched that for, whatever, six or seven hours, just staying up all night, and then we ended up playing, like, this hide-and-seek game, and, uh, like, pretend like we were Michael Myers. This dude was hilarious. Sure. Like, but... Just pretend like <clears throat> Michael Myers just run behind each other. And, like, I mean, it wasn't, like, a huge house. Like, it was, like, a right. relatively... Like, the parents definitely knew what the hell was going on. Like, right. they were, like, what the fuck is I'm this? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Doge? What do you got? Yeah, I'd say my my first monster that I'm going to draft um, is probably Godzilla. This is day. Damn, that was sure. a good one, man. Yeah. I really wanted to pick that if you didn't. Good, good pick. King of the Monsters, somebody say. Yeah, a lot of people do. I'm going with my boy, the Loch Ness Monster. Get at me. <clears throat> Is he real? Is he not? Who knows? But I love Nessie. the I love the I love Nessie. Big fan. Lionel Nessie. <clears throat> Is this a snake draft? Or are we just going back? Yeah, snake it. Snake it, yeah. Snake it? <clears throat> king of the Jungle King Kong, baby. Let's go. Dang. Got some big boys on my team. Great monster. Good monster. Good, can be a friendly monster at times. Usually a mean monster, but um, <clears throat> big, fit, you know, he's definitely a top fiver for me, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Doge? I'd say my number two big man. You all know him. Frankenstein's monster. Sure. Right. A1 monster. <clears throat> what? Made of make all undead things. Sure. Frankenstein. Some guy just used a, bu- used a bunch of organs and made a... Made a just made a corpse, a living corpse. Yeah. That's what he sounded like, I guess. It's not stupid. Definitely a good monster. Top, like a, maybe the most famous monster, you would say. He's up there. He's a household name, you, you might say. He's, a, he's definitely, certainly like in the LeBron James, Kobe, Michael Jordan, you know, monster right. realm. Where you could, you, there's a conversation for best monster of all time, but he might not be winning that every time. Who knows? Right, yeah. He's one of the greats. Certainly. First ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> Big deal. Um, I think that, I, let me know if this counts. Um, Look, here we go. Well, I mean. Just like Mr. Ben the Rules. Well, no, I was going to say, I mean, like. I'm going to count. There are other ones that, like, <clears throat> make me believe that should, but, um. Then give her the Great White Shark from Jaws. Just Jaws? Yeah. Jaws. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Dude, you watch that movie and you're, like, in the pool, it's kind of deep, and like, God he's gonna get here somehow. right he's just like I don't know how he's gonna get here but he's just gonna come up and just Woof. dude like at the lake that's how I feel sometimes just hundo feet deep just, just big like, shark coming up in like fresh water you know right. yeah just no way he could just survive there at all <laughs> dude they've been around a long time I'm sure they've 
has some sort of species that has adapted. I mean, I know they have freshwater sharks. Yeah. I don't know if they're like bone cold chilling. Water, yeah, like, like cold water sharks? I don't know. That's where they typically, because a lot of them are northern, like up in uh, Boston and like yeah. that region. So it's like they typically go to cold waters. There are Greenland sharks that are like super cold water sharks. Right. So there could be like a Jaws Greenland shark. Sure. That'd be Ice Jaws. That'd be sweet. <laughs> All right. Ed? What you got here? You got two back you to back. You got a rapper here. A little rapski. I'm going to start it off. Another year for the women, so. Sure. going to get another uh, female monster on my team and go with uh, Ursula from Little Mermaid. Sure. Good Bye. one. She's a good monster. Wrap out. Scary monster, nonetheless, too. With Sarah Palin. Jeez. Just kidding. But, uh... Just kidding. I'm thinking here. Final monster. Nope. You got one more. more You got one more coming at you. We're doing four. Yeah. You're going to have the first and the last pick of the draft. You know what, then? I'm going to go with a not-female this time sure okay at the end of his career not really anything wow former Game of Thrones character the mountain wow sure wow good monster yeah very good monster he's very he's very Frankenstein he's like the Game of Thrones Frankenstein yes he is Good call, yeah. Dush. It's a good pick. Great pick. He's a he'll beat the crap out of you too, Jeezel. Yeah, he would just take swords. Right. The chip. <laughs> he would just pull it out. I'm chill. What do you got, Big D? <clears throat> Alright, so I'm gonna go with uh, a little action movie here. <clears throat> Transformers with Ooh, Megatron. Golly. Megatron was a nice one. He's just always just balling, and somehow, you know, just always does his thing. Sure. Um, he's like a super good villain. Like, you know, they do such a great job of making you love Optimus Prime that you hate Megatron. You know what I mean? Right. Because, like, you don't want him to win. You don't want the Decepticons to win. Mm-hmm. Like, they do a great job of dividing that in the in the movies, or at least the first one specifically. Um, yeah. Sure. Doge, number 11 in the snake draft. I'm taking Freddy Krueger. Sure. Dude, just comes and gets you in your sleep phase, bro. Right, like, I'm out on that for sure. Yeah, I'm out. I, I, I need my sleep. 100%. I can't have him do that. 100%. And the dude's just like a guy that has just melted skin, it looks like, with massive claws. Right, right. I mean, it's like just like Wolverine. It was just gonna slice. I was gonna say, he's just gonna slice you up too. It's just terrible, absolutely terrible. You're trying to get yeah. a good night's sleep, just getting fucking diced up. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm super out. All right, gentlemen. I'm gonna go with Gremlins from the movie Gremlins. Have you ever seen it? They're terrifying. Mm-mm. If you haven't seen it, Stripe. They the just the Gremlins. They 
are like these little alien creatures and they're like told like hey whatever you do do not feed these guys uh, after you know whatever time it is and of course one of the kids does and then they just become these evil monsters and start like, wrecking havoc all over the house and like I just remember being a kid and being like holy <clears throat> crap these things are just scary as shit <laughs> and then I'm going lighthearted one I'm going Casper, the friendly ghost. Favorite monster of mine. Loved all of his movies. Always nice to, uh, you know, hear hear what he was doing, what he was up to. So I'm going to wrap it up with Casper there at the end. I love his movies. Yeah. Doge? Um, I'd say the last one, uh, from a movie that, that's more of like a, a mental thing, but still a spooky monster to like be thinking of like once the lights go out is the Babadook. Sure. Spooky. Babadook. You just feel like you're going to look somewhere and then he's just there and you're like, oh shit, I saw him. Right. And that's not chill. I want to be able to look freely. For sure. No doubt. That was just, That's definitely a good one. Sometimes I turn the lights off and, like, my black, like, bathrobe is hanging on the back of my door, and it just looks like him, dude. It's really... Hey, no good. It's the worst. I just walk over and just drop it down on the ground. I'm like, I'll pick that up later. Yeah, like, get out of here, guy. <laughs> Don't need that in the dark right now. But, yeah, that's how I wrap it up. Sure. Big D, wrap it up here for <clears throat> your team. All right, so I'm having, like, a total brain lapse. Come on. You just give him the movie, and we can get the, the monster. Done. Um... Oh, I got it. Uh, He's back. Jigsaw. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I think re- that he, yeah. the way that it's like his name is Jigsaw because of his puzzles being, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like it all works. Perfect villain for sure. And like the way that he like has to, like they have to like perform his like activities and stunts and right. like the way that he terrifies them and just absolutely terrorizes them to the point where they're just shaking in their boots. I mean, it's just like, yeah, oh, it's dude. terrible. Anyway. Definitely. I don't think the monster. movies are all that great. But he's a great monster. But like the the concept, like if a real life person of that, like him as a real life person, is terrifying. Right. For sure. Edman, wrap that it up here. Be a monster. Final pick. Gonna go with an OG. Sure. Scream. Oh yeah. Boom. Definitely. Great a way classic, to wrap it up. A cla- two classics to wrap it up for sure. Great way to wrap it up. I wasn't sure if the Joker was gonna count. Yeah, yeah no, I'd say the Joker's a villain. That's what I was going to say. That's why I didn't mention him, but I would have definitely put him in mind if that was, but that's why I didn't. Held back. I feel like if there was a Joker, like, horror movie, he definitely would be one. No doubt. It's just like a superhero movie, and you don't know. Right. Well, I mean, Godzilla's kind of more of, like, an action-y superhero kind of... I don't know. Yeah, but he's a real-life dragon monster. You know? He is a like, monster. He is he's a not monster. just a monster guy. Like, it's not a guy who's, like, as a sick monster. Like, yeah, like a... Yeah. Well, Jigsaw kind of is, though. Right? Isn't he a little guy? Like, a little weirdo guy? Yeah, he's, like, a little weirdo Demon guy. thing? And, like, I feel like the way that he does his crimes are different. You know what I mean? Like, it's not some, like, elusive plot to, like, rob a bank and, like, blow a bunch of people's right. heads off. And, like, right. he's just like, look, I'm gonna sedate he's people. Villain. He's just... Sick. He's a monster. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no Bigfoot. You're a monster. No Bigfoot love. 
Hate to see it. I uh, I was going to do that, but I I think that. No, I think they. Oh, I Jaws think took it out. Sure, certainly. I just love the concept of. Bigfoot? Yeah. Just a big giant gorilla guy. Well, just like, just like not being able to see, or like. No one's been able to get him yet? Yeah, like you, we have just like no idea, like, it's just a great myth. Okay, I agree. Urban legend. Yep. Like the chupacabra. Oh, yeah. Those are real, though. Yeah? Yeah, they spotted them. Man bear pig. Where? Man bear pig. Mexico. Sure. Or like Latin America. (laughs) Right. Man bear pig. I mean, unless this wasn't really a chupacabra that I saw, but I remember years ago seeing it. I mean, I have no idea. You saw one? (laughs) It was like a story online about how they found one. You should post a picture on the Chiefs' Network account of a chupacabra. That would be hilarious. So people know. So people know. You gotta raise chupacabra awareness. I totally agree. It's like a dog. It's like a little hyena coyote guy. Yeah, right. Oh, that would make sense. How big is he? He looks like a tiny little pooch. Maybe that's what I mean, they are, and they're just like kind of hyenas. Because if this chupacabra's got weight on me, he's probably taking me down. But this is We're the... just battling chupacabras now? I'm in. I, I think they travel in packs. This is what the supposed... This is what the Wikipedia... Holy chupacabra. God. It's this like, is what the Wikipedia see. picture is of a chupacabra. <laughs> it's just blurry as heck. <laughs> it's like a ghoul. See, that doesn't look like a dog you show. It's like a ghoul. No, that looks like somebody with a mat, like Let a fish see. mask on. And the kind of scaly almost. Well, it looks like an alien. Yeah. Man. You're also talking about Wikipedia, which anyone can just put. 100%. I can put a picture of my. Oh! I can put a picture Watch of my yourself. on that Wikipedia. <laughs> picture of my. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking around the room. Yeah, right. Like, I could put anything. I could put a picture of a chip clip on Wikipedia on the Chupacabra page. A little chip clip? Like, this is Chupacabra in my living room. A little chip clip? Yeah, trust Wikipedia. I totally am with you. I agree. All right, but boys. It looked like that little scrawny dog picture of the Chupacabra. I don't know. We might be able to take it. I think, I think we could, unless they're in a pack. If they come in packs, dude. See, that looks like the dog guy. I, I still need weight stats. Otherwise, I'm not coming out one. Hey, what if it's just like a like a Great Dane? Just huge. Yeah, dude. Like, if it's 180... Just a I'm big hoss. All right, we got to move on to buzzer beaters. <laughs> Edman, give it to you first, because I know you like to take the first shot. Just give me something that you're looking forward to here coming up in sports next week, or just something um, in pop culture in general so that you want to end the show on. You know, I'm excited to watch uh, my Indiana Pacers play the first ever game in India, Mumbai, India. Sure. Versus Sacramento Kings, a little back-to-back, and then they'll fly home and get ready for this season. That should be uh, sweet. We need Victor Oladipo back, but Miles Turner just showed out for Team USA. Yeah, he was good. Had a quick two fouls in that France game, so would have loved to see him up against Rudy Gobert. And, you know, I think the Pacers are going to be – Competitive. Easy's right. wide open. For sure. Um, Dill, buzzer beater, what do you got? Where do you want it? He's going to sneeze. Doge, pass it to you. Dill's not ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm oh. taking it right now. Pump fake. Grab the shot. Coming to you. you. Got it. 
All right, so last year, the Cleveland Indians and the Tampa Bay Rays and the Oakland Athletics were all three in a playoff race for the wild card, a.k.a. two spots. This year, the same freaking thing is happening. Last year, the A's went on, I think it was like a 17-3 to run or something wild to end the season, knocked out the Rays. This year, the Rays were ahead by a game and a half as of a couple days ago. Now the Oakland A's are both... Or is first, and the Rays are in with the Indians out. And so they're within a half game, so the Indians and Rays are battling for the last spot, which those are my two teams. So all year I've been looking at, well, recently I've been looking at the wild card spots. Loving the fact that I have both my teams in the playoffs, and now it's looking like the A's are going to do this again, which is just like, dude, are you kidding me, man? Right. For sure. So. Right. I mean, who are you? So would you root for Tampa or Cleveland first? I'm a, okay, so this is strange. I'm a Cleveland football fan. I'm a Tampa baseball fan when they play each other. Okay. And then in hockey and basketball, they don't have competing teams. Right. Sure. Dozier. Buzzer beater, what do you got? Yeah. I gotta give a shout out and another poor one out to end the show. I know we were talking about this in some of the breaks, um, but just wanted to get it on the on the pod. Friday the Thirteenth, North Carolina Tar Heels football team got really unlucky. Um, so RIP. They were playing Wake Forest. They were down a significant amount. I think at one point it was twenty-one to three. Wake Forest had the lead. Uh, North Carolina was battling back. It got to the point where they were driving down six. It was twenty-four to eighteen. And they had a had a catch pretty close to midfield, and guy got out of bounds, and there was one second left, but the refs called it, game over. Didn't go back to the booth. Hate to see it. Um, they go back and replay it a bunch of times. Had it on here at the background. He steps out of bounds. There's definitely still one second on the clock. So pull one out. Unlucky break uh, on Friday the thirteenth for the Carolina Tar Heels. So. We got the best of them, that's for sure. No doubt. Brutal. Um, <clears throat> all right, I'll wrap it up here then with looking forward to going to the Bengals 49ers game here in Cincy. This will be my third home opener for the Bengals in a row. So loving that I can extend that streak. And I just want to thank my Uncle Tim as well as the network for sponsoring our seats here this week. So we appreciate it and uh, really looking forward to checking that out. So look for some good content from the game. Absolutely. Right. Well, thank you all for being on the pod. We appreciate it. Dill, Doge, Ed, thank you all for listening. This is the club.